Welcome to the Seek First podcast with Steve and Jordan. This is a podcast about seeking first the kingdom of God where we work, live, and play. The content of each podcast will correspond to the current sermon series at Ontario Christian Church, current events that rise up, and also to the church calendar. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to episode 22 of the Seek First podcast with Stephen Jordan. We're glad that you've joined us once again. Um, I myself am coming back from an excellent conference CCEF uh, put on just recently, and I had the privilege and honor of listening in on Jordan's excellent sermon this last Sunday, and we kind of wanted to um, just kind of unwrap a few things from the sermon, also from the conference. Ed Welch uh, at the conference said this as a quote, death can masquerade as life, and he said this in the context of wisdom and folly, uh, but just that quote kind of captured me. I actually sat back for a little bit and had to ponder it while, while uh, my wife continued to take notes uh, because I thought to myself, how how many ways does death masquerade as life in our in our current culture, in my own life, and then also with the life of those I counsel or minister to, and our friends, uh, my friends struggle with this as well. And so what does it look like for death to masquerade as life was kind of the question I have uh, kind of bouncing around in my head. And how do we, how have we fooled ourselves into thinking we have life or pursuing life, but in the truth, in the end, it's things that return back really, really void and uh, just not giving us the results that we're looking for uh, at that season. So I just wanted to kick it off to you then. I'm just out of curiosity. Does that quote say anything to you, but also what scriptures come to mind as we uh, consider what does it mean uh, to walk in the way of wisdom and uh, instead of folly and death masquerading his life? Yeah, that quote is, uh, I probably would have had the same effect on me. It did when you first shared it with me. Um, Just the fact that death can masquerade as life. Um, Death can look like life. Death can... We we can be people that appear to be full of life, but inside we're full of death. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can be people that on the outside look like everything is well, but on the inside everything is not well. And even people who appear uh, to maybe be following Jesus, but really internally are not following Jesus, are not following the way of wisdom. And like there's so many different things it can mean. Uh, but that quote is just, yeah. So we're going to talk about, wisdom and folly as explained by a couple proverbs and kind of those ways and how do we you know it's kind of it's kind of a warning of a quote you know like death death can masquerade as life so it's kind of like beware Mm -hmm. (laughs) so how do we discern what is if death is masquerading itself as life how can we discern well first we want to talk about uh the way of wisdom as the proverbs call it or the way of life um and also the way of uh wickedness or foolishness or whatever it may be so <clears throat> evil evil yeah <clears throat> yeah so we're gonna open up to proverbs 3 and we're gonna look through verse 5 through 8 as well as a couple other verses uh, so proverbs 3 chapter 3 verse 5 says trust in the lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths See, in verse 6, it talks about ways and paths. Mm-hmm. So in all our ways and all the ways that we go, all the ways that we operate, all the ways that we are, we are to acknowledge him. And this comes from, as talked about in previous Proverbs, a, a fear of the Lord. A fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, a reverence or awe, a fear of him. 
And then he says, in, when you acknowledge him, he will make straight your paths. Be not wise in our own eyes. Man, how many of us think we're wise in our own eyes? Mm. According to our own understanding, um, as it says in verse 5, that to trust in the Lord with all your heart, to do not lean on your own understanding. Like our, One of the ways death can masquerade as life is if we think we are wise in our own eyes and it appears to be wise, but we're really just leaning on our own understanding and not trusting in the Lord with all of our heart. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. If, if you were to put wisdom in one statement, I think it's that. Fear the Lord, turn away from evil. Wisdom, that, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. That, that's what not being wise in our own eyes is. It's having a fear of God and turning away from what we know is wrong. Um, and, and doing that... <clears throat> will be healing to your flesh. Like the wisdom of the Lord, the way of the Lord, the way that is wise is healing to our flesh and it is refreshment to our bones. And then he goes on in verse 13. Do you want to go ahead and jump there? Um, or any <clears throat> comments you have on yeah, 5 through 8? I guess there's a few things that come to mind and we talked about this before as we're kind of working through uh, getting ready for this podcast, but we are constantly at intersections of decision-making all day long. And I, hmm. if God has our heart, then it's a lot easier to make decisions because our desire then is to bless the Lord or bless like in that fear of the Lord is um, we talked about this, like it being in awe of a God who's so, so large, so big, so huge and yet loves us. And so <clears throat> to fear God is being awe of, of him as a creator, redeemer and all these things. And so all these intersections in my path of life, um, if my heart is bent towards honoring God there it's easier to make decisions but if my heart is leaning towards myself or selfish ambitions or things along those lines um, then I'm going to make decisions that'll benefit me and not you benefit me and not you know God's kingdom and things Mm -hmm. along those lines and so just considering I guess as we head into this conversation is we all have these like this comes all day long for us Mm -hmm. and I wonder how often we pause long enough to consider like this decision about to make, it seems minor, but it does, it has ripple effects. It just flat out does. And we don't really consider that, um, we have to humble ourselves with all these decisions that we're making, make sure that our default is to honor God. So that's just, I guess what came to my mind as I, as we were reading through that, um, acknowledging him and he will make straight your paths. Right. So it's like, if every decision, do I pause long enough to acknowledge him? Like, Lord, I know that this is uh, I have a choice here. Do I honor you? Do I honor self? Um, and if I honor him, it says, according to this proverb, which <clears throat> rule of life is that he would straighten our paths mm-hmm. if we do that. Now, those paths may still be hard. Right. But at least we know where where that path is going to lead. Right. And that's what a straight path does. It helps you to know where it's going to, where the end goal, end result is. And that's mm-hmm. why he straightens our paths so that we know at the end of this path is this outcome. Uh, honoring God no matter how mm-hmm. hard it is. So that's, I guess, my initial thoughts out of that little section there. Yeah, for sure. Go for it. You can you can keep reading. You're a way better reader than I. So oh. Wherever we were there. We're going to jump to verse 13. Alrighty. I might cheat a little bit, but... Go for it. <laughs> verse 13. And it, just talking about... Keep in mind, if we read this, we're trying to understand what is the way of wisdom that's versus right. the way of death or yep. the way of foolishness or folly blessed is the one who finds wisdom and the one who gets understanding another proverb that talks about we need to seek understanding it needs to be a pursuit um, and just as you just said it's 
acknowledging the Lord, you know, in every moment. I need to I need to seek understanding in this decision I have to make in the middle of an afternoon on a weekday and in all the things that I do. Blessed is the one who finds wisdom and gets understanding. For the gain from her, from wisdom, is better than gain from silver, and her profit better than gold. It's a big statement in the ancient world. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Your your value is based upon all these things, right? Right. Yeah, definitely. Yep. She is more precious than jewels, and nothing you desire can compare with her. Nothing you desire can compare with wisdom in the way of wisdom. Long life is in her right hand. Not only is it is it more uh, has more gain than silver and more profit than gold and more precious than jewels and it outweighs all your desires, but she promises long life in her right hand, um, and in her left hand are riches and honor. And now I think in other proverbs it talks about uh, that your days may be long. Mm-hmm. You know, it, yep. it, it, they're full. It's not necessarily. Like if I follow the way of wisdom, I'm not going to die prematurely. That's not what it's saying. It's saying that your your days will be full, like you, your life will be rich. Um, and her ways are of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who lay hold of her. Those who hold her fast are called blessed. Like this is, this is what wisdom looks like mm-hmm. when we lay hold of it. So any any commentary you want to add there? <clears throat> well, I I guess when we talked about like the gut reaction in the beginning part about um. Blessed is one who finds wisdom, gains understanding. It's better than gaining from silver, profit from gold, better than precious jewels. Mm-hmm. And we said, uh, like you said, like this, especially when it was written, that was the case, but it's American. Like this is us as well, you know, <laughs> yeah. how much gold and silver and things you own is kind of like how we identify one another. You know, if you have you made it, did mm. you make it? Mm. Um, and so I think that as Man. I read that, I think it's not just there's, it, this is like transcends time as mm. far as mankind goes. Uh, we seem to pursue these things uh, for our own gain um, at times and get our identity from it. So I, I guess that's what comes to mind. It's like folly. Like all those things masquerade as life as mm-hmm. well, right? And so yep. uh, they're actually death in the end. Like when, when we pass away, those things are either going to pay our taxes or get split up by other people. Or, you know, if you have to live in a nursing home long enough, they're going to get it all anyhow. And so <clears throat> it masquerades. It gives something for the short time, but it doesn't actually give life. Um, it actually takes all your life from you in the pursuit of it as well. How much do we see that right now in our culture? Mm-hmm. Like how much life is being lost by pursuing these things <clears throat> to the nth degree and relationships are broken. Uh, there's just a lot of death and a lot of destruction. Mm-hmm. If you pursue this as your main goal of, uh, of life, it's, it's foolish. It's folly to do that. Uh, and yet what does it look like to pursue wisdom and what does she offer you? Um, she's a tree of life. Now that's a big statement. <laughs> Just let's just get that out in the open. When you think of the the tree of life, that's what gave life Mm -hmm. in the Garden of Eden, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And sustained. And so for that to be said, um, by the way, our tree of life is the cross, which we'll get to in a little bit. But um, when when that's said, she is a tree of life to those who lay hold of her. Mm. It's just reminding us of the fact that that wisdom is, is so valuable that that it can it offers us um, something that this world can't offer, and that we need to grab a hold of that wisdom. So, mm. initial thoughts on that. So you, yeah, I think just as you're talking, there's just one statement that I can't get out of my head. Right living, yeah, is better than because that's what wisdom is, right? Yep. Wisdom yep. is knowledge applied. Wisdom is yep. 
I like I know this thing, but not only do I know it, I know how to live it. So the statement that was rolling through my head was, "Right living is better than riches." <coughs> yeah, uh, and I, you know that that's convicting. Mm-hmm. Right living is better than anything I could attain or secure. And well, what is right living? Right living is following the way of wisdom. Wisdom. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, you wanted to jump to I think. Proverbs 5? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Let's counter. Let's give the alternative <clears throat> right. of what wisdom. Is, what is harlot folly or what is the way of wickedness or uh, the crooked way in the language of Psalm 125 mm-hmm. um, and in a lot of the Psalms of Ascent? Uh, Proverbs 5, verse 1. Do you want me to read it? Yeah, go okay. for it. My son, be attentive to my wisdom. Incline your ear to my understanding. And see here, before we get into like what is the way of wickedness, this is like all the proverbs are instruction to take hold of wisdom or to walk in wisdom. Like the onus is on the person mm-hmm. needing to do it. Right. Um, and, it, and it's like we said before, it's God's work, but if God doesn't have us, he's not going to do it. Like, um, and so like, this is, this is on us. We need to be attentive to the wisdom or in other places it talks about uh, binding it around your neck, like wearing it like a necklace to, as a, a statement piece of I'm following the way of wisdom. My son, be attentive to my wisdom, incline your ear to my understanding, that you may keep discretion discretion, and your lips may guard knowledge. And here it goes. This is the way, this is harlot folly or mm-hmm. the way of wickedness. For the lips of a forbidden woman drip honey, and her speech is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps follow the path to Sheol. She does not ponder the path of life. Her ways wander and she does not know it. That's the way that's harlot folly or the way of wickedness. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, it is death masquerading as life. Yes. Lips of a forbidden woman drip honey. And we mm-hmm. talked about before how a lot of times this is taken as a warning against adultery, which it is. It's not just talking about, uh, marital adultery, mm-hmm. like in the context of a covenant relationship on earth, it's talking about adultery to the Lord because mm-hmm. um, we are his bride. And right. so anything that's going to lead us away from him, anything that is walking in the way of wickedness and out of the way of wisdom, which as we'll get to in a little bit, the way of wisdom is Jesus. Mm-hmm. He is wisdom personified. I cheated there. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Keep rolling. <laughs> and so anything outside of that is going to be adultery against the Lord. Yes. And, so when it talks about the lips of forbidden women, dr- woman drip honey and her speech is smoother than oil, it's this idea that the way of the world is seductive. Mm-hmm. And that might sound a bit scandalous to say, but I t- we talked about it this weekend. The enemy is really good at what he does. He makes his ways seem enticing. He makes life apart from Jesus seem enticing. And that's why death can masquerade as life. Mm-hmm. It can seem enticing. It can drip honey and the speech of the thing that's pulling you away can be smoother than oil. But then there's verse four. (laughs) But in the end, she is bitter as wormwood, Mm -hmm. sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps follow the path to shell. She does not ponder the path of life. Death masquerading as life does not ponder the path of life. It follows the path to Sheol and her ways wander and she doesn't even know it. Mm-hmm. So there's just so much there. And 
go ahead and chime in on anything you want to say. <laughs> it is packed. You did an awesome job with that. But um, Thank you. <clears throat> it is definitely packed. She does not ponder the path of life and her ways wander. Now, the other one says wisdom has a straight path, mm. that wisdom will straighten our paths. And you see this with people. You see uh, when, when we're stuck in the ways of the world or just being enticed by the world, you're like what you're pursuing actually dictates your next decision. Mm-hmm. You don't dictate it. What you're mm. pursuing dictates it. And so if you're pursuing this, if you're pursuing a uh, harlot folly, uh, wickedness, or just this path, uh, it's going to wander all over the place. It's going to determine what your heart is chasing after minute by minute. And so it's kind of like the, you know, the, the carrot in front of the rabbit and like, come over here, mm-hmm. over here. Like you're wandering all over the place and you just don't understand what's going on in life, but you're pursuing this thing. And, um, whereas the path of wisdom, uh, is, is the opposite. It's like, this is the end goal to honor God. The, the the end goal is to uh, turn your. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live not I, but Christ who lives in me. Mm. So that's my goal um, to live in Christ. Uh, let His Spirit dwell within me and move me accordingly. Um, and that's a straight line. What's the straight line lead to? Uh, honoring God and eternity with Him. And so that's the path I want to be on. Mm. And I think the other thing that you pointed out was just really true in that, like uh, Harlot Folly can look good. <laughs> mm. I mean the way of Folly can look good. It can mm-hmm. feel good. It can be something that seems in the moment at least to be good. Um, but I like one thing in the conference that, that I was at. It pointed out that we're ultimately after what's best, and Christ mm-hmm. is best. Mm-hmm. So I'm cheating as well, throwing that in yeah. too early. But um, that being our goal, Christ is best. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, there's, I, there's so much there. We actually, we probably should just do a podcast just on Proverbs 5 at some point. But... <laughs> Um, yeah, that's my initial thoughts. Otherwise we're already at uh, like, uh, 18 minutes. So we need to keep moving along. All right, let's keep moving. Maybe we'll unpack each part of this at yeah. a later date. I think we're going to need to Proverbs three, jumping back to Proverbs <coughs> three mm-hmm. seventeen. um, her ways, speaking of ways of wisdom, am I right? Or did you already read that? Her ways are ways of pleasantness and all her paths are peace. She's a tree of life to those who lay hold of her. Those who hold her fast, call her blessed. And then 21, my son, do not lose sight of these. Keep sound wisdom and discretion, and they will be life for your soul and adornment for your neck. Then you will walk on your way securely, and your foot will not stumble. If you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. By the way, uh, the other path of, of wandering, you don't feel peace Mm-mm. when you're wandering. Mm-mm. You're always in a panic, always reacting. He's saying uh, here that wisdom gives you the capacity when you lay your head down because you're living righteously. You can, you know, like I can rest. Mm-hmm. I can I can have shalom right now. Do not be afraid of sudden terror or of the ruin of the wicked when it comes. For the Lord will be your confidence mm-hmm. and will keep your foot from being caught. Do not with, withhold good from those to whom it is due when it is in your power to do it. And so, just just kind of finishing up, I guess in Proverbs at least in regards to. So the path of folly leads to um, destruction and wandering, and the path of wisdom um, gives our feet a solid ground to walk upon, mm-hmm. and we don't have to be afraid of what may happen because we have a confidence in something, in someone that's way, way more uh, secure than uh, trying to follow the crooked path of folly. So mm-hmm. that, yeah, any thoughts, or you want to jump to John 10? Yeah, I think that, let's go ahead and jump to John 10. So we talked like you just said, there's the way of wisdom, the way of folly. We kind of unpack them both and what their end destinations are. And First uh, Corinthians one thirty says that Jesus became to us wisdom from God. Mm-hmm. And so wisdom 
is a person and that person is Jesus. Yes. And so as we, we're going to look at John chapter 10, <clears throat> probably just verses one through 10, uh, and, and talk about what does that mean that Jesus is wisdom and what does it mean to follow him? Mm-hmm. So let me go ahead and read it. Yeah. Great. Truly, truly, and you interrupt me at any point. Okay. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in by another way, that man is a thief and a robber. There's there's really only two ways. Right. <laughs> but he who enters the door, who went, sorry, who went, but he who enters by the door mm-hmm. is the shepherd of the sheep. To him, the gatekeeper opens. The, shape, the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. A stranger they will not follow, but they will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. And so this is getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but Jesus is telling this, and he goes on to say that I am the good shepherd. Mm-hmm. And knowing that, we can, like our, our shepherd, the one who's leading us in this life, the one who's the way of wisdom himself, mm-hmm. He's not a stranger. Right. He's not a, he can't, if, if we are, if death is masquerading as life, the voice of Jesus will be a stranger. Mm-hmm. But if we're truly living the life that he's called us to, if we've truly experienced, as he says later in this passage, life and life abundantly, then the voice of Jesus will not be a stranger. Mm-hmm. It'll be a voice that we've heard. It'll be a voice that we delight to follow, even when it's hard, because mm-hmm. <laughs> we know it's right. We know it's the way of wisdom. And then he says, this figure of speech Jesus used with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So Jesus said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and he will go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. And I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. So there you see the end result of the two ways in this life, the way of wisdom, life and life abundantly, the way of wickedness or harlot folly or the enemy, the thief, is stealing and killing and destroying. Steve, you want to go ahead and jump in, give commentary to this? Yeah, there's a video I showed a while back. Uh, it's been maybe a few years ago even. Time flies. But it was a video of a shepherd calling out to his sheep, and they all came to him. And then mm-hmm. they, he'd have a stranger call out to the same sheep, and they would ignore that voice completely. Um, and then he'd have multitudes of people try to call out the sheep just like he was, mm. but they would not, they wouldn't even turn their head. They barely lifted and looked at like, Nope, you're not the shepherd. Mm. You you can call us by name all you want, but I know that's not the voice of the shepherd. And so, um, I think that the, the key to here being for me at least is that, um, it says he called, we know his voice and he calls us by name. And so it's, it's, a. it's the love of the shepherd calling us out of folly and protecting mm. us from it as well, but we have to attend to his voice. Mm-hmm. And how frequently are we not attending to the voice of our shepherd and listening for that voice? Because his voice will lead us on a path that's straight and good and solid and secure. And do we wander off of that, or do we? Mm. So, just some quick thoughts, I guess. But and then also just the, the reality, of the fact is that that there is someone that's trying to get in, the thief and robber is mm. trying to get mm-hmm. in, and, and his desires to you know do his damage and do his worst. And um, to to um, get some of those sheep on his side and to take them and, and kind of lead them astray and just being mindful of the fact that we have to keep our ears and mind and heart attuned and tuned in to the sh- good shepherd's voice 
and that he leads us. He's the one that takes us down. Uh, of course, Psalm 23, we don't have time to break into that, but he mm-hmm. breaks us through right. all the aspects of life, through the valleys, the mountaintops, to eating, to lying down, to being safe, protected. And uh, But in order to have those things, like to, to live in that state means I have to be on the path with the shepherd, the path of wisdom. Mm-hmm. And so if I, if I desire peace, if I desire uh, to be fulfilled in life in a way that goes deeper than all the things that this world tries to offer, the enemy tries to pers- uh, get us to pursue, uh, if I listen to his voice and I'm on the path with him, then I, ha- I, don't, I don't need to worry about mm. what I'm going to eat. I don't have to worry about what I'm going to wear. I'm, you know, he says mm-hmm. these things. Like, you don't have to worry about this. Just pursue me and I'll provide um, and not the American dream. Let's get that real straight. Mm-hmm. Jesus isn't here to provide the American dream. Right. He's here to provide an eternal kingdom. Um, and one thing that Ed and another, a lot of people said, and we talked about this beforehand, but we're his royal children. Mm-hmm. And that, that view, not just being a, a dumb sheep, but also mm-hmm. his royal mm-hmm. children, and he's our king, is just a really beautiful picture um, of what it means, I guess, for me to pursue the good shepherd who is leading us if we just turn our ears to him. So what are your thoughts? Yeah, just uh, a question, really, I guess, as we kind of close it up here. Um, how do we know if we are walking in death that's masquerading as life? That's, I mean, that, that's the question we got to answer, right? That's what we've been kind of working towards is how do we know if this is us? We've talked about the way of wisdom. We talked about the way of folly. But how do I really know if it seems like I'm walking in life, but I'm it's masquerading as death? I'm not sure I know every in and out of how to answer that, but I think one is, do you know his voice? Mm-hmm. Do we know his voice? Or does he sound like a stranger? Mm-hmm. Um, if he sounds like a stranger, we might be walking in death that's masquerading as life. Um, but if we know his voice we follow it and we want to follow his voice. We've heard his voice before. And we know that following his voice leads to life and life abundantly, leads to a, a straight path, leads to um, really like our flourishing in his kingdom. Then we're not walking in death that's masquerading as life. We're walking in life and life abundantly. Um, so I guess just pause and ask the question, do we know his voice? Because I think that that gets there in terms of answering the other question of how do I know if I'm walking in death masquerading as life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Your I thoughts. Yeah. Am I comfortable with this voice too? Mm. Like read Matthew five and think through, you know, his sermon on the Mount and am I comfortable with his voice? Am I it, meaning, am I willing to be uncomfortable and changed mm-hmm. according to his, mm-hmm his righteousness and his state of being versus what I think it should be. Mm. I think we counter that. Like we, man, there's so many thoughts going through my head right now. There's, yeah, there's, I mean, when you think of like, and we talked about this a little bit, but Sunday morning is not the morning to masquerade. Mm. It is not the morning to do that. Like if we can't be, you God, like if we're struggling, we should have a a person or two or somebody that we can be honest with. And, And I would say going beyond that, don't masquerade with God. Mm. when you're with in the presence of other believers either. Like, I think we have a temptation to do that. Like just kind of buckle down, get through the worship, get through the sermon and go home. And, um, uh, God knows all things and just come before him and, mm-hmm. and bring it before him and be honest with yourself about it. Um, 
and and yeah, there's so many thoughts, but <laughs> the hearing his voice does matter. And what voice are you listening to? And what voice has more pull in our lives? And we talk a lot about that in the past, but hmm. yeah, you have other thoughts. Yeah, I think um, just thinking about our own thinking about of the path that we're on. Do we ponder our path? Uh, do we do we ponder the way we live? Mm. Um, because the way of wickedness doesn't ponder. She doesn't ponder the path. But I, I, wisdom, what wisdom does ponder the path. Mm-hmm. Wisdom does seek to grow in understanding. And so I think that's although it may seem like an elementary question, I think we become numbed to pondering our path, especially if we masquerade with God. Because it's like, oh, I'm good. God's good. You know, I'm I'm all right. When in reality, our life is not all right. <laughs> we don't feel all right. Maybe your marriage is not all right, or this is not all right, or this situation is horrible. And asking, do we ponder the path? And so to summarize, I think what we'd say is, and Steve, let me know if you agree with this after I say it, but... If we're trying to figure out is I, I, am I living a life where death is masquerading as life where I, I I appear on the outside to be a Christian I appear on the outside to do these things I go to church and I spend time in my community and I do these things but inside is, is death um, death is masquerading as life like I don't actually know his voice uh, we tell you the, the two things that we can the two questions the starting point we can ask ourselves is do I ponder the path because the way of wisdom ponders the path, the way of wickedness or death or harlot folly does not ponder the path. Mm -hmm. And then also, do I know his voice? Mm -hmm. Do I know his voice or is his voice a stranger? Like when he calls to me, do I listen? Um, And I think that's a great starting point for trying to discern which path we're on. And if potentially death is masquerading as life, those two questions are, are helpful. Um, do we know his voice and uh, do we ponder the path? So Steve, you have any closing thoughts for us? Yeah, I just want to end with a couple verses from that last text that we're reading from John 10. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me just as the father knows me and I know the father and I lay down my life for the sheep. So your shepherd uh, that's calling your name has laid his life down for you and is calling you uh, to pursue him. And he's shown you what great love is. And I think that some of this uh, is just ne- a needful reminder of the fact that uh, the one who's calling our name has has given all for us. And so we need not be fearful of the path that he has us on, uh, but we can find confidence that the, in that path, not only did he lay down his life, but he also what? He raised back up. And mm-hmm. so he, he has the power uh, to give us through his spirit, which he's given us, uh, to walk the path that he has designed for us, but we have to hear his voice and listen to him. So spend some time in the word this week. Make sure that your eyes are focused on the path that's ahead of you, that God would be in it, and that you're hearing his voice. Uh, and we w- will continue to pray for one another, that we pursue the path of wisdom, that being the path of Christ, and that uh, even as we are fearful of laying our lives down, just as Christ did, uh, we can have confidence that it, it they will rise up, that we will be uh, risen back up just as Jesus has been as well. So we pray for you that you'd go in peace this week and stay on that path. God bless. 
Thanks for listening to the Seek First podcast with Steve and Jordan. We hope you enjoyed the conversation today. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, please feel free to reach out to us as well as any topics you would like us to consider in the weeks to come. We encourage you to continue to seek first the kingdom of God where you work, live, and play. Blessings.